NFL Combine invites have been sent out. How many Sun Devils made the list and who should be going instead? We're going to talk about it on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, wherever you're getting your podcast, to hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update when we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrad36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Let's hop into today's conversation. The invites for the Combine have gone out. I am hoping that more people will end up getting invited because as of right now, a whopping one Sun Devil players have been invited to this year's NFL Combine. One. That player... Might surprise some people. It doesn't surprise me personally. I'm more surprised by the fact that more weren't invited. But Nesta Jade Silvera is the lone Sun Devil to be invited to the Combine. He was the lone Sun Devil at the Reese's Senior Bowl this past past couple of weeks. All in all, I think that there are a handful of Sun Devils that should have been invited. But... Before we get that far, let's talk about the reason why Nesta was invited to the Senior Bowl. First of all, this was a very, very good defensive lineman for the team, much better than maybe anyone really realized. He racked up 55 tackles this past year, only had a half sack, knocked down three passes, and forced a fumble. Dude was a lot more productive than people realized just because it didn't show up in the box score in terms of sack numbers doesn't mean that he wasn't plugging the line consistently. You don't waltz into 55 tackles as basically a defensive tackle or a nose tackle by accident. This is a very quality player that the Sun Devils had the benefit of having on their defensive line this past year. Like I said, this is a guy who just plugged up any run lanes and was a lot quicker than people realize. And this is one of the reasons why I think he's going to test a lot better than people might anticipate at the combine. There were several times last year where Nesta was able to just navigate the line of scrimmage and get from sideline to sideline very quickly. He didn't give up his lanes. He was able to hold his own and he plugged up any holes that were there for the running backs to have an opportunity for a team that got run all over last year. Nesta Jade Silvera was not the culprit for that. Nesta Jade Silvera was probably the most consistent run defender that the team had in 2022. The reason why he's going to the combine is because the NFL is aware of how talented he is against the run. Again, this is a guy who was showing up consistently during the regular season, but he also was able to show off at the senior bowl. There were many reports that Nesta was one of the more dominant guys. He was one of the bigger winners from senior bowl week. I feel like this is a guy who could potentially only continue to see his stock rise. 
if he does dominate at the combine, he might end up getting himself picked really, really high on day three. Heck, he might even sneak in the day two right now. This is not a great defensive tackle class. There is definitely some very, very talented guys like Brian Brissy or Jalen Carter, obviously. But then there's a pool of a lot of like names more than anything. And there's no reason that Nesta can't assert himself into that, into the higher level of that tier. So we'll see, but it's not a surprise that he was invited to the senior bowl. I think that, or uh, obviously yes, the senior bowl, but it's not a surprise that he was invited to the combine. I'm curious to see how he tests athletically. I think that this is a player who could potentially really show out in, in different, in different uh, workouts. Like I think that he's probably going to be pretty good in the bench press. I'm not ever going to say a dude's going to throw up 30 or 40 reps, but I think there's potential for him to show out there. I think where he could really, really flash is his ability and the agility drills. So like the three cone and, uh, oh man, they don't run the gauntlet, but I I can't think of what it's called where they're backpedaling and they have to flip their hips and everything. I can't think of what that's called, but I do think that there's a chance that Nesta could really show off the fluidity in his hips that we saw this past year, the ability for him to move laterally and have that agility to be a flexible defensive lineman. And for somebody at his size, that's not exactly a common thing to see. This is a great opportunity for Nessa Jade Silvera to continue improving his draft stock, which is definitely a lot better than people realize. Everyone forgets that DJ Davidson was a fourth or fifth round pick last year. I believe he was a fifth round pick for the Sun Devils. And that had taken me off guard. Because I thought DJ Davidson was a stud. I just didn't think that the NFL loved him as much as they did. Nessa Jade Silvera is a better prospect, in my opinion. And Nessa Jade Silvera is definitely somebody that I could see NFL teams falling in love with the potential to develop him, stash him away, and eventually turn into a role player, or maybe even a starter. He has that kind of prowess, in my opinion, to be a very quality defensive lineman at the next level. He certainly has the size at six foot two, 315 pounds. He has the resume as a three-year starter, the, the past three seasons, two of which were with Miami, Florida. And this past year, obviously with the Sun Devils, he's got good numbers for a, for a nose tackle, defensive tackle kind of guy. I think that he could really, really benefit from the combine this year. I also think that this is a guy that the Sun Devils are going to be uh, see, seeing drafted definitively. I think that this is a guy who's absolutely going to get drafted no matter what his combine ends up shaking out to be. But definitely not a surprise that he was the Sun Devils lone guy to get sent to the combine. Guys, I got to talk to you about our friends over at FanDuel. We're really excited to announce them as our new sports betting partner. They're the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, it's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. And their single game parlays for Super Bowl 57 are also very enticing. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, 
and super easy to use. And best of all, you get paid for your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your first no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to make the Locked On College Basketball Podcast your second listen of the day. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place here from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Now, there's a handful of guys that I am surprised are not going to the NFL Combine this year. And we're going to talk about them. The first and most glaringly obvious guy is X Valade. I have no idea, none, how Valade is not going to the combine. I'm not saying he's some otherworldly athlete, but this is a guy who ran for over 4,000 yards in his college career, over five yards of carry, set the single season touchdown record for the Sun Devils with 18 touchdowns from scrimmage is a great runner and an equally great pass catcher. He does everything on the field. Six foot, 200 pounds. It's not like he's not NFL sized. So why is he not going to the combine? Second team, all Pac-12, led the Pac-12 in touchdowns, was top five in rushing yards in the conference. What are we doing here? I'm not saying that Valade is going to be a top 100 pick. Heck, I'm not even saying he's going to get drafted because teams might look at him as an older prospect with some wear and tear and not want to invest high capital in him. But that being said, this is still an uber-talented kid who has plenty of production to his name, absolutely exploded in his final year. First of all, I have a gripe that he wasn't a senior bowl guy. He was a shrine bowl guy, thankfully. But I don't know how he didn't get down to Mobile this year. I look at Valade, and I think that this is a guy who should be within the ranks of some of the other guys that are going to the combine this year. I look at some of the running backs that are there, and like a Tank Bigsby or a Travis Dye or an Eric Gray. Quality running backs... I don't see why Valade can't be included with them. Kenny McIntosh. Like there is, there's no reason that Valade shouldn't be amongst those ranks. He's got as good, if not better numbers than the vast majority of these guys. He's one of a handful of guys to rush for 4,000 yards in his career. Like I mentioned, like this is a dude with proven talent. This is a guy with proven production. This is a guy who has NFL size and capabilities. Why he's not going to the Combine is baffling to me. And not just as a Sun Devils fan. As an NFL draft analyst, I feel like this is a guy that people are sleeping on. Again, I'm not saying this is a guy who should be picked super duper high. In fact, Eno Benjamin, I feel, was a better prospect and he was barely drafted in the seventh round. But why can't Valaday get to the Combine to show off and strut his stuff show that he belongs amongst the ranks of the rest of these guys. I don't get it. I think that Valade is one of the biggest snubs here for the combine. Another guy that I think is a pretty big snub has to be on the defensive side of the ball. I'm looking at Corey Bethley. 
Corey Bethley very, very quietly finished second on the team with 90 tackles a year ago. In fact, he led the team in solo tackles with 62. Corey Bethley was a hyper-productive player during his college career. Had 90 tackles this year, 99 tackles a year ago with Hawaii, 83 tackles in 2019, 69 tackles in 2020, 40 tackles in 2018. He's always been a part of the defenses he's been on. And while he's not put up a ton of like ball hawking numbers, he only has seven career interceptions and five of them came in 2021. He's always around the football. He's always around the football. Corey Bethley was one of those guys who just felt like a magnet wherever the ball carrier was. It felt like number 15 was trailing and close behind him. Obviously that showed up with the tackle numbers. He also had a sack. He had two forced fumbles. He was all over the place. He was a guy that I felt was a lot better than given credit for in 2022. Part of that because he wasn't a big stat box stuffer or box score stuffer. Like, underrated. I wish that we could have had another year with Corey Bethley personally. I wish that there was another opportunity for him to continue advancing his career with the Sun Devils, but unfortunately he was a grad transfer and just out of eligibility. Those things happen. He was really, really good this past year. I look at what he brings to the table. Again, I don't know that these guys are drafted just because there's only 260 some odd picks and Arizona state was three and nine this past year. And I'm sure that has something to play with it. Arizona state's defense wasn't great last year. But Corey Bethley was one of the exceptions. Corey Bethley was a very good player for Arizona State. Very quietly went under the radar, was productive, was a leader. That's another thing. Not that the combine measures how good of a leader you could be. But Corey Bethley was definitely a surprise for me. I feel that Corey Bethley, in a, in a similar vein to... Nessa Jade Silvera was just one of those unsung heroes for the Sun Devils. He was one of the guys that I felt was a lot better than given credit for. He was one of the guys I felt was more productive than people realize. And he was one of the guys that I felt deserved an opportunity to showcase himself in front of a wider NFL audience. It's unfortunate. I don't, like I said, I don't know if he's a drafted guy. That, that, that's not what I'm trying to say. But what I am saying is that these are guys who deserve the opportunity to showcase themselves in front of a broader audience. And the fact that he didn't is upsetting. One more time, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure to make the Locked On College Basketball Podcast your second listen of the day. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the college basketball landscape. It's Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. There's a handful of other guys that I want to throw in as honorable mentions. The biggest snubs, in my opinion, were Valaday and Bethley. Like I said, though, there's a handful of guys that I want to throw out there. I think that uh, Kyle Sully and Merlin Robertson both deserved that opportunity. Robertson was one of the guys who has been a full-time starter with the Cardinals since he was a freshman back in 2018. The numbers aren't crazy. He has six interceptions in six interceptions in his career. Nine and a half sacks, 
career high 83 tackles this past year. Quality player, not a great player. He's definitely going to get a tryout with the team. I feel very confident about that. I feel like he maybe should have gotten an opportunity. Wasn't a senior bowl guy, but he did appear in the Shrine Bowl. I don't know. I think that I, these guys at this point, I'm not saying are like definitive snubs. I just think that maybe they should have gotten that opportunity. So Kyle Soli is another guy that I feel should have gotten the opportunity. I don't know how teams don't look at him and not see the physical athletic specimen that he is at six foot four, two thirty five. He's quicker than he is fast, but he does fly to the football. He has a nose for where it is, similar to what I said about Corey Bethley. I feel like Kyle Soli can definitely find himself around the ball more often than not. This is another guy that I feel very confident will get a camp tryout and will have an opportunity to impress a team that is looking for that depth. Kyle Soli, Merlin Robertson, both on that list for me. Along the defensive line, I feel like maybe you could have talked about Trevez Moore. Again, not a hyper-productive guy. A guy who only had three career sacks, uh, just one and a half in his two years with the Sun Devils. Struggled to stay healthy. He did stay healthy this past year, though, with 22 tackles, a half sack. Again, not, not the most productive guy in the world. Not a guy that you're going to be banging on the table to draft. I just think it would have been an opportunity for him. And he's got NFL size at 6'4", 255. It's just there. Like I said, at this point, these are guys that I'm not banging the table for. I just think maybe you have a conversation. Tamarcus Davis, not the best final season at Arizona State, but he did have two interceptions. He was he started quite a handful of games for the teams. He just wasn't elite by any stretch. Brian Thompson. Uh, didn't score a touchdown in his two years with the Sun Levels, but he actually played a really big part of the team this year with 25 catches, 377 yards. For a team that struggled to move the ball offensively, Brian Thompson was a really, really solid addition to the team and a guy that definitely flew under the radar. Like I said, he didn't get in the end zone, unfortunately. In fact, he only has four career touchdowns and six seasons in college. I feel like he gets a tryout. I think that he's definitely a guy that could surprise some people. I don't know. 6'3", 200 pounds. He's got NFL size. Along the offensive line, I don't think there's too many guys you're missing out on. Ladarius Henderson and Ben Scott both returned to college. Otherwise, I feel like they would have been shoe-ins for the combine. Definitely Henderson. Des Holmes, Chris Martinez, they were okay players. Definitely not guys that... I'm freaking out, didn't get that opportunity. That might be it. I don't think there's really too many other seniors that I think definitely like definitively got snubbed. TJ Pesafea was pretty solid for the team. Two and a half sacks and 39 tackles in a rotational role. 6'4", 315 pounds, so he's that nose tackle kind of guy. I don't know. There's not a ton of guys. I understand why Arizona State only had one player go to the combine this year, and I am entirely understanding of why it was Nessa Jade Silvera. But I do think there were some big snubs with Bethley and with Valade, and I think there were some other guys that you can make an argument for. But there's a lot of things that go into that decision. There's plenty of politics that go into it with teams that are winning versus teams that are losing. Arizona State was 3-9 and nine last year. There wasn't a lot of people that were paying attention to the Sun Devils. 
And who knows? Maybe that could be a blessing in disguise. Maybe these guys go out and surprise the people who bring them in for tryouts. Or who knows? Maybe maybe more than one Sun Devil gets drafted this year in spite of only one going to the Combine. There's always that potential. We'll see. That's the Combine. I don't know if there's any more invites going to go out. I think it's done, but don't quote me on that. Obviously, if more guys get invited, I'll be sure to keep you guys posted on that. But that's everything that I got for you guys. So thank you for tuning in. As always, wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update when we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrad36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Till next time, you keep it locked right here. Unlocked on Sun Level.